and welcome to day three's preview of the 2020 Cheltenham Festival. It remains the greatest show on turf. Day three, the Thursday, starts with the March Novices Chase. Uh, as we get into that, I can tell you that I'm still joined by Martin Fagan. Sam and Jesh. Rob Alexander. Richard. And David Barnes. Hello there. And in the <laughs> aforementioned Marsh, formerly known as the JLT, uh, you have a favourite of Alaho, but probably won't run here. We'll probably go to the RSA. The RSA. Mm. In that case, you've got Itchy Feet as your four to one favourite. Mister Fisher, a sea of blue, is readily available at sixes. Sam Crow also is at sixes, as is Fahin who could go here or again the RSA, uh, and then easy game is eight. It's double figures, the rest. David Barnes, uh, are you on board with Itchy Feet, or or, well, I mean, or perhaps you can explain the Sea of Blue on Mr Fisher? Um, well, I think the Sea of Blue on Mr Fisher is just because he wasn't declared for the article okay. recently. But yeah, I couldn't be with any of them two at the front of the market. I think they've both got huge holes in them, and... Uh, I mean, Itchy Feet went off 7 or 8 to 1 for a, a really, really poor grade 1 last time. Alright, he won it impressively, but he's not going to face the sort of talent he's going to meet today. Uh, so, I've actually backed Melon in this, 14 to 1. He uh, has been running over 2 miles, and uh, he's, he's just not quick enough for the 2 miles anymore. But he's failed at uh, Leopardstown many times, and Charlton is his track. He, he comes alive in the spring, he's been second in... Uh, Two champion hurdles, is it? I always knew you'd come good, Barnes. I always yeah. knew you'd come good. And, uh, the 14 to 1 here just looks massive. I mean, he might blow out, but 14 as a bet uh, looks uh, really good value to me. Nice, no, that's Melon. He's got much more class than uh, the, the uh, Mr. Fisher and Itchy Feet at the front of the market. Okay. Uh, Fagan, you seem to be nodding along in agreement there on Melon. No, no Jess, I, I, I just think um, you normally get. The mar- you look at the marketing races like this, these novice chases, and you think it's at least one or two at the front end of the market who, who looks rock solid. I, I, don't, I don't really look at this race and think that, and it's just a bit of a murky division. There's no real standout. So there's two at, well, you'll tell me whether they're good prices or not, but there's two that stand out for me at prices. Um, Barnes already mentioned them. But I am willing to give Mellon a price, uh, price, a chance at the price. What price do you know? Is he still 14s? 14, 14, yeah. Um, and then Dave's the best horse the weights first time out against Fakia Duderys, who's four to one for an article. Exactly, yeah. Um, he beat Gallant John Joe that. Uh, he, he beat Gallant John Joe next time. He was only about, I think he was six or seven lengths behind no fucking cashback at the Dublin Racing Festival. They're fa- five and third or fourteen or whatever for the article. He did run poor at Dublin Racing Festival, but you've got to look back and think he's never ever advanced. He never ever ran good at Leopardstown the the previous race before coming to Cheltenham, so that wouldn't fucking bother me at all. He's ran shite there, like literally ran drifted ran shite, which he did here, and ran well in two champion hurdles. I think he comes second both times, possibly. Yeah. So Melon just be one of them. And second I thought, the Supreme. I though. thought that myself, and then and then you look back and it, there's a couple of previews with People here and there, David Case, who's meant to be the biggest judge in in the Willie in the Mullins yard, saying he he should go well. I also agree with Bob Barnes. He's saying two and a half miles is probably more of a strip these days. 
he's not the greatest of jumpers, but he's not bad either. And hopefully the trip, the triple L, he's got form in the book. The form first time out with Fakir, obviously, as I said, is is decent form. So the fourteen, as you said, there would be um, a bet for me. And then another one who I'm willing to, I'm willing to give a chance is Tornado Flyer. What price do you charge? Tornado Flyer, you can back. Uh, I mean, prices vary. It's at short as 16s at mm. 365, but you can back at 33s. That doesn't get nominal no bet at Hills, uh, but 28s nominal no bet is available at Unibet. I, I think I must have been back on I think I must have been on a, on a 365. <laughs> that's why the 16. But no, I, uh, I'd take the 28 if that's available, definitely. Um, you All you have to do is you... You have to look back. He won a grade three at Navin in a good time over just just above two miles, 17 furlongs. He was then pulled up next time behind Cashback, but there had to be something wrong with him that day. He bounced back last time. He finished third behind for in an easy game. And as I said before, when we were talking about the um, the RSA, that was for Heen's Gold Cup that day. And he was only beat, I think he beat six lengths, was he, at left time? And you look at it and you're thinking, he made a bad mistake three out. Yeah. He didn't jump in general great and he's only been beat six lengths by a horse that if Forheen was running in this race, what price would Forheen be? What price would Easy Game be? You're looking at these thinking obviously they're definitely single figure prices, yet Tornado Flyer, a horse who I'm willing to give a chance on just because I thought he was going to be a top class novice earlier. He had a few problems here and there and I just look and think he's only been beat, he's only been beat six lengths. In a race where he was pulled up the time before, so you're not exactly expecting the world from him. Next time he could he could he could improve again this time at Cheltenham, and anything close to 20 25 for me it, it, he is worth chancing. Um, if he jumps just slightly better, he'd have an each way chance to me. I do look at the race and think. I, 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 well, I know I always look at this race and think like this, but then I look back on previous. Uh, winners and stuff and think I've made a mistake here or there but I do look at this race and just think there's nothing stand out at the front of the market like mm-hmm. last I year last, last year I backed Mr Fisher for the for the Supreme I know the ground went against him in the end I, I wanted it better but is he really what price is he five six to six, one. six is he really half the price of a melon I know it's hard to Equate it when you were talking about a different discipline, fences to hurdles. Obviously, Barnsley thinks it's exactly the same. But um, <laughs> but yeah, but obviously, me- Melon, <laughs> Melon at double the price to something like Mr. Fisher for me seems a good bet. And then Tornado Flyer is exactly what it says in his name. He's a flyer at the price at 25, 28. I just think you have, you have to have a go yeah, on it. Very nice. Yeah. So, but I agree with Tornado Flyer, actually. I thought, I thought he ran really well. Nice Wait, he would have finished about two yeah, lengths behind. Him if he didn't, couple, yeah. The third last, he was, he yeah. was in third. He hits it really badly and he ends up in about six. Then he makes the ground up again. And then when the two of them, easy game and fourteen, go again. He finish he he, he hasn't got the the kick at the end. Could you and look at like, itchy feet and Mr. Fisher? Could you imagine them in a champion chase or Ryanair being three to one or so next year? Like like Daffy Desoya, it's just Probably not. Like not for me, good, the strange thing about Tornado Flyer. I don't think it's a it's a great race. I think there's... I initially looked at Tornado Flyer this year and thought he might be one for the Arkle because you, you think it's not you think obviously he stays two and a half and a fast one race would suit him. And I just think like, there's an issue there with him. Obviously, he, there's a there's a few times he's bombed out, but I do look at him and think at that sort of price, 25, 28, Well, twenty eight is not no better, as Jay said. 
that's a place I'm I'm willing to take a chance on. Do you know I think I mean? he just wants a lightning gallop and a clear round, and if he gets that, yeah. he's bang there. Right? I agree. I agree, mate. I, 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 it sounds ridiculous, ain't it? Yeah, it's a massive price. He's a classy horse. He's won. Did he win that Grade One bumper at Punchestown? Yeah, yeah. A couple he, of seasons I, I, back, and he and he did it looking like. A fucking twenty-six miler, didn't he? He was, yeah. he was off the bar yeah. all the way, and he, he kept on you going. Need and to, you, need, you were there, actually. Right? Yeah, you need to stay in this race as well. Yeah, yeah, I just think, I just think, at the prices, I went through the race the other day, and I didn't really have any view. My view was Mellon is always one of them who doesn't run well at left stand and turns up on the day, so he was kind of an half chance. Then the, the more I looked at the race, I thought he actually has got good form with Fakir. So Tornado Barnes and Fagan yeah. both supported one another for Mellon and Tornado Flyer Rob. Can you differ yeah. from their views? Or? I didn't have a massive opinion on the race. I thought it was one that if you find something at a big price, just go for it. Like Those two fair arguments behind them. I don't think Mellon is quite a good a chaser. He's, he has been a hurdler, but he can certainly get involved. He wouldn't have to be, though, would he? No, that, that, not that, at all. My, not at all. My thing, like. Yeah, I completely agree. A couple of the... A bit from left field, but... Uh, like is it a Scottish horse? No, no, it's John Joe O'Neill's <laughs> mare, Annie Mack. I think she's jumped really is well. She running here, is she Sounds like she's going to go for this she's race. She's going handicapping? No, no. Really? Yeah. Uh, handy allowance on ratings wouldn't, the, the allowance that she gets wouldn't put her massively behind some of these. Again, it's a bit of a throwaway chance at 25. I think she's. Probably one of the better jumpers in the whole field. Uh, but, yeah, I wouldn't put you off whatever you like to hear. Melon. What good. about reserve tank, guys? Is he going over here? He's going in, yeah. Yeah. Well, that that, that run of punches, that, um, whatever that is, the two and a half mile... No, it's heard They're obviously. basically yeah. saying that he was... wasn't right. He's, he's runs this season, and now they think they've got him. And... I th- I think he's still run uh, okay as well, hasn't he? Like he's not, he's that, not putting bad performances that, by any chance. That, that two and a half mile uh, novice hill, that champion novice hill, punch time was a fucking absolute serious race. That they went a good gallop. It was a proper race. Sam's yeah, bumped fast ahead. Glancy in the side there, who I've mentioned a few times for handicaps, and Tornado Flyer was only what City four. Island was in the race as well. Yeah, wasn't City Island bombed that day. I don't know whether properly or what, but I think he was just. Uh, mate, he was prepped for for Cheltenham, really. But yeah, that was a real race, that. And that's was it. Reserve so Tank won a. Did he win a? He won an eighty as well, didn't he? That's when he came on. Yeah. Okay. My worry might be for him. Uh, what was the going on that day? No. Don't know. Don't know. You've clicked on it already. It doesn't really matter what the know, was this, that day. Yeah, no, it? I just wanted to. Have Good a to yield him. I don't know. I, to be honest, you just you just said that day, but I, I wasn't. I wasn't. No, I wasn't sure That's whether. That's what he, me up a bit. Yeah. I wasn't sure whether he was going to run, but I think basically the race is wide open. The fact that okay. the fact that we look at the top of the market but, and we're not very confident on stuff. Yeah. So Melon, Reserve Tank, Tornado Flyer, and Annie Mack are the four that I've got to mention there. Possibly, yeah. yeah. It's it's for me. It's a race that I'll look at in more depth. Once, once decks are out. If Alaho went out. here, which looks increasingly unlikely, it would be very interesting. Kind of reminds me a bit of when Mullins had Black Hercules. Yeah, he could have went anyway, and he went there. He I, went. I've backed Mellon already, and I'm going to look at the ground for reserve tank. I think, Sanko, I'm really interested I think if to you, hear other people's opinions because I've backed him already, but I'm more or less throwing away my slip. I don't, think you, could, I don't think you should throw it away. Like Six, seven to one. 
The horse has ability, but he just doesn't find anything off the bridle, does he? The one thing I'd say about him though is obviously everyone's looking at him this year like he's going to be the next coming, and the only bad race he's ran is like obviously he he won it he won it down Patrick was it first time out, and then he looked like he was going to piss in against Fakir Dudri as a fairy house he falls, and then next time I think he went off four to six five against uh, Fulheen at Limerick, and he obviously he got beat whenever he got beat. Can't remember how many lengths, but it was heavy ground that day. Yeah. Like, heavy ground at Limerick over Christmas. You can kind of forgive that sort of thing. It you wasn't think, just heavy, that. Yeah, that proper, ground was horrific, wasn't Fulheen it? Fourteen goes yeah. on it. I know they're from the same side yeah. and that, but you've got to look and think. Forget that that run. In this shite race, what price should he be? So, as much as I'm, I'm probably not going to back him, I'm probably going to look for like a, a decent price each way. I couldn't really put anyone off. I wouldn't be surprised if he if he won this because mm. it, for me it doesn't look like the strongest the strongest novice chase I've ever seen at all. Like definitely not. As Barnes, he said he's Barnes is back to Manti Post. What, what price is back to Manti Post last season? Similar Six. price. Seven, yeah. And he's he's that price now. And what's he done wrong? He's fell against Fakir when he looks like he's going to piss him. Well, the season and he's got worse for him, could he? Well, he's got beat by fourteen, but it was on disgusting ground. It kind of, mm. I don't know. I, People say any post is It's not a race I've got a huge dead. opinion on, so that's why I'm taking a small chance on a couple of. I, I thought I'd talk about the game's dead, certainly. Um, the any post game. The any post game, the live game, all dead. games. Right, so, a number of horses to take into consideration there. It certainly seems as though Melon and Tornado Fly got the strongest talk. We are going to move on to the Ryanair Chase, uh, a market that is headed by Aputar. Uh, two to one, maybe not a bit of nine to four available with bet three six five. Min eleven to four. Frodon on fives. Riders on the storm uh, is sevens across the board and it represents my only anti post action uh, coming into Cheltenham. Uh, and it is double figures the rest. Shakam Poussoir is, I suppose, is shorter but doesn't go here, does it? Very unlikely. Very it's unlikely. about eighty to one on the machine. Okay, great. Uh, Rob. Uh, uh, this is a, I think if the, the f- top four in the market turn up, one of them will win. Uh, Bold, Judge. Like, I, I just don't <laughs> see anything. I just don't see anything that, uh, Sorry, that, that's at a bigger price that will run in the race. Possibly getting involved. Duke de Geneva won the Arkle last year. Looks Felon. a shadow shadow of that horse. Maybe Aso who'd run okay last year at a bigger price. You're asking a lot, aren't you? Like, you know, you're, you're looking at last year's form and thinking he can do it again. He's a bit shy, with, shy this year. With that you? in mind, then, of the front four, Aprutar, Min, Frodon, Royds on the Storm, where would you like to. I really question how. I really question Riders on the Storm's rating because I quite liked him for the novice handicap chase last year. He was oh, shitting that off about 140. It fell early, didn't he? Yeah, but I just I don't see how he's now somehow. I think a grade one, a grade one chase. I think he's a machine, me. Like I, I've been, I, I know it's it's hard for me to say these sorts of things about the Nigel Tristan Dave source, but it's hard to believe he's improved I've been, the horses, isn't I've it? I've been really, really, really impressed with him. Yeah, he's just. Is he twenty two pounds better than he was? Possibly, yeah, because he could have been that then. Yeah, you could cool. say the same. Yeah, yeah. Let's say Aplutar fell last year. Same, same story, isn't it? That, that's the way I look at this race. 
But I think it's tough. Min's probably the class horse in the race. Min's the, the class horse in the race, but then you've got to say he's probably better over. Well, he's got a better winning form over two to uh, over two and a half. But then you, I know a lot of people have been doubting his Cheltenham form. If you look at his Cheltenham form, I think it's uh, twice he's seen Altio's ass, and then last year. I don't think ever. Don't think anything went right for them. There. They tried. So I wouldn't they tried be, to do something. I wouldn't be too. Everyone, a lot of people will read out the stats. North and three at Cheltenham, but he he ran well the, the first two years against an absolute superstar. He's ran north, and, and, and then last year yeah. wasn't wasn't great. They tried um, completely. I don't even know why I'm talking to be honest, because this race for me is very very tough to uh, work out. Work out a bet. It feels like maybe Frodo on third five. It's probably had better preparations going into. Yeah, but previous fell out certainly last year. I think you could yeah. argue he probably is. Yeah, no, no. I don't know. I can't. I can't comment on Frodon because fucking. I just hate Barney Frost. So I could listen to a case. <laughs> that on sounds fair. Alplutard, Min, or Riders on the Storm, but Frodon is a joke of a guy. No, take the best Well, in that, he won a much weaker race than this year. Yeah, than this last year, and he's not even looked the same off this year. For him to be five to one. Well, given that, there must be a bit of an each-way angle on Royds on the Storm, given it's the biggest prize of the three, and it seems to be a fair agreement that outside of those three, maybe even the front four, there's not I would back. Hope. I would back Riders on the Storm each-way, but it just looked like it had a brutal race last time, and I, I'm just worried about it might have uh, left its race there and it could blow out. Okay. Yeah, it looked to have a really tough if race. I, it did, if, yeah. I was forced, if I was forced to back on it, it would be Riders on the Storm. Like, at the end of the day, as much as me and Barty and... Probably Rob, if he did still work with us, take the piss out of Tristan Davis. He, he knows how to ready one, and he knows how to get one ready for the festival. He's done a good job and, with this horse, anyway. and Riders on the Storm. Yeah, a lot right. of people, a lot of people will just look and think, "Oh, Traffic Three was going to beat him." Uh, a, I don't think he was going to beat him that day, and B, Traffic uh, Riders on the Storm. He didn't. Sam didn't. Oh, I can't believe bad Sam Tristan Davis yet as a good as an half decent jockey. I've lost my mind, but no, Sam didn't ride that race to win it. He rode it to try and break surname, and he did that. Surname was absolutely fucking legless at the time, and then Traffic Fluid, who was at, who at one point looked a fucking million, didn't he? Has then obviously come off a, off a decent pace angle and, and and tried to win the race. Fell. Still don't think he would have won anyway. But what riders on the storm's done? He's done enough on the clock and. He's done enough in in his three runs for Tristan Davis for me to say it's probably not the worst each way bet ever. And another angle mm. would be um, how many how many are still left in this? Thirteen. Currently, there are yes, if not more, six. So you got to look at things yeah, thirteen, 13 and then you can you can get rid of one, you can get rid of check and push why you can get rid of two dynamite dollars. Yeah. Pulitzer will probably you can go get, you can get rid of three. Log, you can get rid of so they, they, there's already three gone there's, that's ten so you're very close to losing that third place yeah you get, you're very close to end the I'd love to go in the handicap yeah well. you don't know where the rest are going to game someone steps on a stone or whatever you know what I mean so at the minute now it's not a strong view or anything but I don't think it's the worst bet in the world to take the is it seven take yeah. the seven riders on the storm because I'm not a huge Froden fan but I can understand why people backed him last year because he came into it with Cheltenham form, winning off fucking off really off big really handicap yeah. marks, and he had it all there. Whereas this year, it just hasn't seen the same. And yet he's five to one against the Min, who's eleven to four. 
Um, okay. I thought he'd back. Min probably wouldn't be the worst bet. Win. I'm right on the store each way, no, but nothing no. strong. Not nearly strong, no. Any disagreements? No. Great, we move on to the Stayers Hurdle. This, of course, is headed by last year's very impressive winner, Paisley Park. Uh, a, a sea of blue today yep. uh, sees Paisley, well, uh, just there are there is blue numbers, now into four to seven. It's just because Benny did the years, not mine. Benny did the years, has been confirmed to run in the mares. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Paisley Park now. Paisley now? Four to seven. Four to seven? Four to seven. Four it's four to six. You can get four to six at Paddy Power. Well, there's not that much. It's Bet <laughs> Fred who's not going to give you a bet. Bet Way who won't make you a bet. Paddy, fair enough. Yeah. 180? 173. 173 on the machine. Sure. Somerville Boy is your second favourite at eight. It is ten to one or bigger the rest. Rob, any is there any way to oppose Paisley Park? If you're betting win only, probably not. Okay. If there's a big field and you get more than three places, you can maybe have an each way bet. Betting without as well. Yes, in the betting without market. Uh, probably yeah. of interest. Somerville Boy is on the exposure of the trip. Second favourite, which I think is fair. Yes. Uh, he's got, obviously, he's got Cheltenham Form on the Supreme. Sit. Seems seems to stay fairly well. Like. Possibly you've got improving Irish handicap hurdle form represented by Ronald Pump and the Jam Man. Ronald Pump. I think I think both of those can go fairly well. The Jam Man's run at the track already. Is a massive price, but well, you can get continues to improve. You can get twenty four. You can get twenty five to one three places without Paisley Park. McNally. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's fair. McNally was on. The, he was on the telly the other day, though, saying he's worked so poorly. Like, obviously, I'm guessing he's worked all right recently, but he was saying he's worked so poor the last couple of weeks, that's why they weren't even thinking about running And now, they're running him. So, my worry, obviously, if someone spoke to him, whatever, and you know, then fair enough. But my worry would be, maybe they've just gone, how often do you get a Cheltenham runner? Yeah, he's probably had enough. He might have had enough for the Apparently, uh, he's, been running really, he's been working really badly, and he normally right. works well. Uh, it, obviously, in the past week or whatever since I've seen that interview, maybe he's working well and that's why he's running, but that'd be a worry for me. Somerville Boy is unexposed at the trip. I don't has think he Chil- does this. Has Cheltenham form. Probably like, won't beat the Fav, but uh, has enough of a chance to finish second. Okay, if you were to have, if you were forced to have one each way bet in the race? If I was forced to have an each way bet in the race... Yeah, it would it'd be, be, e- in, it'd be in each way of Ralph Marker. It would either be Somerville Boy or possibly City Island, City just Island. purely because of the Cheltenham form that okay. they've got. Uh, Barnes, can you find any way to oppose Paisley Park, or is it no, the, not necessarily opposing? But I back to Ronald Pump each way Pump, without the favour. Ronald Pump each way without the fab. Yeah, he's um, he's improved so much. And uh, his runs in these uh, qualifiers for the Potemps have been really good, I think, against horses who have got ludicrous handicap marks, such as uh, he, ran Tracy, well, he ran well off 145, didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> Tracy and Escothy. Um, um, what's the normal one? Uh, two eight he's like, yeah, two eight £30 lower than his uh, chase mark. Uh, he, just the way he's going to be ridden, um, 
for places basically the, the trainers are realistic about his chances so I think he'll be ridden for second you can um, currently get 8 to 1 there is some 10s available in fact without uh, Paisley Park with 3 places on Ronald Pump yeah so to be in the 4 I think that's a great each favour very nice Fagan anything to add for the Stayers Hurdle the champion race of the day yeah, I wouldn't put you off what Barnsley said about each way without market um, Ronald Pump it sounds ridiculous saying it now, considering the sort of marks he was winning off last year in handicap Hill and stuff. But you just look at you look at this market and you look and you think, um, apart from Paisley Park, the rest the rest of the field there's not anything there for me. Who you can say is rock solid and is going to be in the first one, two, three, four. Some of the boy okay, he ran well last time, but I wouldn't be banking on him running the same sort of race in this in a festival race. Emma Tom. Let's not start talking about great tracks. It wouldn't be for me at that <laughs> at that price. Penn Hill for me looks gone at the game. I know a lot of people have said Willie's training him because he wants to get him fit as he's running. But he was able to get him fit to win races. I just think he's a stone or two, stone, stone and a half worse than what he was. Um City Island, it's tough for me to say it because he was me nap of the festival each way, nap of the festival last year, but I've never really looked at him and thought he was a three-miler. He might be good enough to stay three-mile. I'm fuming he's not in the champion hurdle because I'd probably back, in this champion hurdle this year, I'd back, I'd back five. I'd back five City Island won this, won this champion hurdle because he's he's the best. Well, well, I mean, he's not going to the champion hurdle. I know, but that's not what I'm talking about. But I'm just telling you, he's a great jumper. Okay. Obviously, and he's going to run over hills here and he's got so much speed and stamina, which is what you need for the champion hurdle. My worry for the stayers is I don't know if he stays three mile but I do look at the race and think it is shite and he might be an okay each way bet but I couldn't tell someone to back it with confidence because okay. I don't know what's going to happen. Fair I look down the card. I see, well, I see Bacardi. And also I used to look. I cannot, but, yeah, cannot believe you've not given it a mention. Mate, it literally depends what fucking side of the bed he, he wakes up on. It's no idea. I do look and think his Cheltenham form isn't bad at all and Patty Mullins gave him a Shocker of a ride last year. Mm. He was there going all right. And he just fell late. Or was that two years ago? No, no, no. That was that was that was the year before. Last year, he just looked like Patrick was getting red, getting him ready for an handicap. It was the strangest ride you've ever seen. He, he didn't really get serious with him. And then you're looking down and thinking, obviously Ronald Pump, who I've said is probably a great, probably a good bet each way without. Uh, and then plus Jade, she's she's wearing blinkers or whatever she's doing. She's going here. And then obviously Lammy Sage, I don't think he's going. I just look down this market and think, Paisley Park is probably an absolute certainty. And it's mm. hard for me to look at each way market and, and have one that says it's definitely going to be in the top five. And that's why I agree with what Barnes said. Well, pump each way. Without the fact. He's running off 145 in Ireland and running well, which in England, you're looking at that and thinking that's at least like a 150 ish sort of mark. And there's not many in that field. That yeah, he's running up to that standard. There's not. So. Th- there's not many in this field that I can guarantee are going to run to that. He also likes to be held up, which obviously what Barnes again confirming what Barnes said, he's probably going to be playing for places. So each way without it, I know it was fourteen the other day and maybe twelve now, ten or whatever. If you can get seven, eight on the day, I, I don't think pump uh, the pumper. The pumper. Mm. <laughs> I don't think one of the pumpers are bad better that, but I yeah, know, I, I know, I will end up back in City Ar- City Ireland because in the same market in the week without market. 
Uh, well, it depends. It depends what the prices are in both markets. Okay. But I've always thought he's a superstar. The way he won the Ballymore last year confirmed it. Obviously, at this point on the Thursday, if Champ runs well in the RSA, you've got some sort of line in. If Bruno Pastore wins the Arkle, you've got another line in. You can see what the form is like. I just always thought his Ireland was a proper horse. I'm just a bit fuming that he's not running over two mile in Champion Hurdle because he won the Ballymore last year. And if you go back through the history, horses who win the Ballymore, they've got a great record in the Champion. And mm-hmm. I've never seen an novice that jumps as well as him. Okay. The problem is, over three miles at Cheltenham in the stairs, jumping. It's, it's, a, it's a good asset, but it's not the best. It's long. It's, it's three miles. Lot. The yeah. best asset in the stairs is staying the fucking strip. Indeed. As long as you can get over them, it doesn't really matter. Exa- exactly, yeah. yeah. Like, obviously, jumping badly is not great, but I don't know. I kind of feel like I want to back City Island, but I haven't got a case Okay. Uh, to present it and tell you and so it sounds like the overall best best Pais- race Paisley, is, Paisley wins yeah. is, well Paisley Park will win will, will, will very win sure about that. that's uh, pretty much the only way he Ronald doesn't Pump win is if they go the each slowest, way without the slap the slowest pace absolutely uh, uh, ever so we move on to the Pertomp Network <laughs> I know that. a handicap hurdle finally for Martin Fagan who's got a handicap Fagan. hurdle uh, but we will let we will let him go last. Uh, great, uh, Rob, the Patons. Yeah, I think you're looking at. Sorry, just very quickly, you're looking at Relegate and Phoenix Way in at sixes. And this is the storyteller. Uh, it's very open field. Sides of Burley, Welsh Saints, Scandiburg, all up in the betting. Five places at Hills, Paddies, and Betfred. Yeah, you'll probably get that. And other places on the day or the day before. Uh, Storyteller obviously looks incredibly well in. Uh, I think he's got a good chance. Relegate, you can understand. Phoenix Way is another one for the old Huntingdon stat. Oh, lovely. Last run at Huntingdon, they don't win at Cheltenham. Over 128 was the stat from day one that we heard there. So... Take that on. Uh, in terms of ones that I think can run decent race, uh, there's a horse. You may laugh at this, but I think David Maxwell, the owner and jockey, is a much improved jockey this season. He's got a horse called Jatilui for Philip Hobbs. It's about a 16, 14 to 1 chance. Uh, yeah, it looks generally 16 is actually 20, yes, yeah, 20 in a place. He looks like a step up in trip will eke out a bit of further improvement. Qualified over two and a half at Wincanton recently. One has won at Cheltenham on the old course. Don't think the new course will really see any issues for him. One that at a price looks fairly unexposed as a hurdler especially over the trip yet to try it three miles but i don't think that'll be a problem stayed on really well over two mile five on heavy ground handles good good to soft ground yeah i don't i don't think there's really that much not to like at him and that is jatalui yeah and then there's one that could be running the albert bartlett just purely because his handicap mark has gone up so much. Uh, one for the team for Nick Williams. One for the team. Uh, you can back that also, yes, at 
qualified at Warwick uh, with a fairly eye-catching third. Uh, stayed on, stayed on well to finish third over three mile one, and then absolutely routed what looked like a, a reasonable field at Newbury last time out on in early February. Uh, one by fourteen lengths has since gone up. I don't know actually how far twelve pound for that. Just basically to get into the race, give him a chance to actually run in this race. Maybe a tad too short compared to his. Ability may go in the Albert Bartlett, but yeah, I think I think he's got a chance. But as I said earlier, Storyteller probably looks the best handicapped, but but those two at a price have a chance. So that is the Storyteller, Jatalui, and one for the team, David Barnes. We we've moved on to the Pertemps. 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 Uh, where are you? Where are you uh, casting your die? Yeah. So um, dice. The way the handicaps shake out, some of the races I want to be looking at the back of the uh, market, and some of the races I want to be looking at the front of the market. The Potemps is a race where you've got three miles, like the Stairs Hill, it's often one by one at the front of the market, and the storyteller just looks an absolute cert to run a good race to me. Like, um, he's been given a mark of 149. Sell your house and get it on. Um, Depends how many plays you can get. I, I wouldn't ever. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone ever bet, betting like that? But um, the storyteller is currently sevens with five places. Yeah, he, he'll be he'll be ridden quietly by Davy Russell, and you know he's a one fifty five, one sixty horse over fences, and there's no reason to think he should be any less good. One sixty horse, yeah. I mean, not bad. The the season has just been completely dedicated to this race, and when you go back and look at his. He's beaten uh, Mary Francis, a horse that's shown reasonable form over three miles, um, one and a half lengths. Then he ran in a qualifier, came a perfect six. And uh, I think people have looked at the English handicap market and been given a bit negative about it because he's kind of been weak since then. But I, I think it's a great mark for him, and I, I'd be stunned if he was out of the fire. Bill. That is the yeah, story. I don't, I don't think there's any way. He's a stone worse horse over hurdles. Like exactly, we yeah. were discussing this before the podcast. Like, really? hurdles and chases oh, are different disciplines. I think I think the storyteller has form over the last few years that proves his hurdle form is solid well, as well. You you can say a lot about a lot of different trainers, but Gordon is very shrewd, and he he's decided. Okay, he's not going to be a grade one horse. Over hurdles or fences, let's just dedicate the whole year to getting him in with this the attempts. The is out there. Mm. Okay, Martin Fagan, your prime ready to go. Oh, it's a, is it handicap hurdles yet? It is. It is. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Two mile handicap hurdles and more forty. Two and a half. Yeah, we really agree with that. Two miles. I'm definitely, not... It definitely seems sensible to scream the word half there. <laughs> okay, thanks. Uh, no, three miles. No, I'm not. I'm, <laughs> honestly, we're all over retired. Honestly, I'm not year. as good. I'm not as good at three mile ones, but um, yeah, we were on retired a bit right, last year. But as you said, Barnes, it was. I look back at that race and think Barry's absolutely lifted them all. There's people out there on Twitter when people say, "Oh, what's the best ride you've ever seen?" This and that, and everyone always says, "Fucking." What's that? Which is a lion. Oh, which is a lion. Go home, lad. You think that's the best ride you've ever seen? 
the best ride you've ever seen. I can give you one from last year. Barry on on side of Barry. That was fucking wasn't su- me and Los Lados last weekend. Then. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best ride I've ever seen. Go on, boy. But. Uh, <laughs> Freedom as a horse for this year. Am I allowed to speak about this race or are we just going to chat shit? Please talk about this race. Right, get on um, with it. Barnsley's obviously already spoke about him, but I I think I I deserve my chance. The storyteller, basically, he won the brown plate of 147. He did everything wrong on the running. He tried tried to pretend he was my bite, running around like a dickhead. He won off 147. He won so fucking easy that day. He's off 149 here. Obviously, that's fences. This is hurdles. Fair enough. But Davey produced the absolute ride of the century to get him into sixth at Leopard's time in the, in the trials day. It was absolutely ridiculous. Um, as I said before, without Ruby, Davey is the best rider around Cheltenham. Even with Ruby, Davey Russell is the best handicap hurdle rider you've ever seen at Cheltenham. The amount of unbelievable rides you've seen from him, let's say... Percy, Diamond King, uh, was it Diamond King? Is that the horse name? That Gordon Elliott one? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Some of the rides you've seen him produce, he's just, he is the man at Cheltenham, especially in handicap areas. And I just look at the storyteller the same way back. Me and Barnes have been talking about in work of late, and we're trying to not speak about things in work because we want to like save it for, for the podcast. But I look at the storyteller and I think if someone's going to give me the price he is now at seven to one and give me extra places on the day, I'm actually scared at the amount of money I'm going to have to put on because I have to because it presents itself for me personally right now as the best bet of the whole festival we and like that's, a, that's a ridiculous thing to say you know what 26 runner handicap hurdle or whatever it's going to be but I just look and think there is no doubt he's running off 149 there's no doubt he's at least £10 well in He's, he's £10 well in, he's got the best trainer in the world for an handicap hurdle at Cheltenham, he's got the best jockey in the world for an handicap hurdle at Cheltenham, he's £10 well in and you're telling me he's 7-1. I, that's what I'm telling you. Right. Uh, Down the card though. It scares me. Uh, I have got one more and I think I've got a good case to make for this one as well. Um, the other one I like is Dream Berry. Dream Berry can get 25s, five places Mate, at uh, Hills and... Uh, well, you don't, back it, with, you don't back it with Hills because they're not on a bet, but okay. if you can get 25 with anyone else... You can get you can get 25 at uh, Coral Ladbrokes, that's only four places. You can get 20s, five places at Paddy's Betfair. Uh, if anyone's listening to it right now, I wouldn't put you off to 25, four or five places. Honestly, right now, on the day, if he's 14... I'd probably still back it with the five or six places. Um, the reason why I think he's interesting is, first of all, he's trained by John Joe O'Neill, who, in times gone by, he's been one of the sorts of trainers, hasn't he, where you don't really want to rely on him. But he's, he's, he's been pretty consistent this year, especially now his son's riding for him. Um, in the Possibly the best mountain pipe you've ever seen in your life. In the 2018 mountain pipe, I think I mentioned it before, uh, blow by blow won it this got a hammer five lengths behind in second early who's obviously ran well in the national chase he's now eight to one off 148 which was 12 pound higher than what he ran in the mountain pipe for the ultimate uh, early doors was third off 142 he pissed in in the mountain pipe last year side of Bale, he was fourth off 144 that day he won the potemps off what was he last year 148 or whatever he was um, and Zian Berry was only three lengths behind Cider Berlay in seventh. And I've been looking I've been looking for like the stewards report or something about this Zian Berry ride, but I'm 
pretty sure there was something that came up on the day and John Joe O'Neill Jr. got in trouble for it because he said he didn't try as hard as he did or something. And I watched the race back a couple of times and he just it's not he's not a two and a half miler. I know all I ever do it when we talk about the mountain pipers speak about horses need three miles to run in this race. And that might be that might be the, the truth, but I just think this dream Berry has got has got a bit of ability there and I've always had him on my radar to the point where we all know the story about Rada Bayer Aintree and all these people telling me, basically loads of people telling me this is going to win the handicap here at They obviously think this horse is, is a decent horse. After Cheltenham a couple of times, he's ran well at Punchestown. I think he came second to Open Eagle this season before off 139. He ran okay. I think he came sixth, beat six lengths by many V off 142. Then he, he tried to go chasing with them a couple of years ago. Shite. Then he ran uh, the year after in the handicap hill, a really strong one. I think what used to be the fixed brush. I know, couldn't have been, it was an 80. But at the end of the day, he ran off for like a, a year break, ran, didn't run great. Comes back at Sandown in December. And I was thinking, oh, no one can be back in this. You no idea what happens. He ran with Barry on at Sandown. He comes second in a Thames trial. Incredibly weak that day as well. He, was, he went off 16, which for an horse of his ability off 136, you're thinking he could go well in this. And it was one of them turning in, you're watching the race going, fuck me, this wins 10 lengths. And he didn't. And Barry, got, he, he did get a little bit of trouble and Barry's looking at him. Uh, I just watched it that day thinking, John Joe knows what he's doing. He's had a few of these in the percentage before he ran well. Obviously his son's going to be on as well. I just looked at it and thought, the back form of the Martin Pipe, which has worked out really well with Discarama, Early Doors, Side of Berlay. I just look and think, this sort of mark now, I think he's off, what's he off now, 138, which is £5 lower than what he ran off in the Martin Pipe. And I look at that and think, £5 lower than, than a race where he ran well and everything else has come out in front before. Like, I've took a little bit of 25 and a little bit of 20 because I'm, it's one of them where you're almost scared that you're going to wake up on the morning of the race and he's going to be 10 or 11 or something. A, a, a similar thing happened to me with another fancy and that probably that's why I backed Dream Belly in this was I thought Relegate had a chance in this race and she was 20 or 6. I think she was 20 with Hills and 14 with the non and no Beth names and I was like, ah oh, yeah, I'll wait, I'll wait till the day and now she's fucking 7 or 6 yeah, or whatever. 7 or 12, 6 or 12. Same same way, same way Dean Berry. He's got a couple of negatives. The negative for Dean Berry was would be he hadn't ran for a year, he ran well at Sandown, and now everyone could say the bounce factor. Fair enough, there's a couple of negatives there. Okay. Same with same with Relegate. My neg- my negative for her would be she seems to get outpaced in a race, she's not the best jumper. But if you're back in Relegate at 16 to 1, you go, fair enough. So you take you take that, it's factored into the price. Mm-hmm. She's seven, you're like, yeah. not for exactly, me. Yeah. So for me, I'm willing to take a price on Dream Berry. He might be locked after 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 a mile, but I'm willing to take it because John Joe's a good trainer. He's got course form in a really, really probably the strongest mountain pipe we've ever seen. He's five pound lower than that, willing to take twenty. But the main bet is as Barnsley said, if the storyteller's out for five in that race, it's because he's fell. There's no way he's not out for five on ability. He's at least £10 well in. So for me, best bet of the race, storyteller, but you have to back Gene Berry just because of his chat. So everyone seems, conv- well, certainly uh, we 
there is a full agreement on the storyteller, Dreamberry, Jatalui, and one for the team with the outside bets of the Per Temps. We're going to move on, try and hurry up through the last three races a little bit more. Uh, we yep. go to the Brown Advisory and Merryville Stable Plate. No comment. Uh, there is one horse that is shorter <laughs> than double figures. That is simply the bet. Six to one. Seven in places with uh, seven uh, padding with five places. And of course, Betfair. Uh, you've got Ben Dundee, Spirit of the Games, Old Grangewood, all at prices. There are loads of prices in between 10s and 16s here. <laughs> uh, Barnes, mate, what wins the Brown Advisory and Merryville Stable Plate? Yeah, this this was a race that looked really confusing to me, to be fair. I, w- I wouldn't have a massive opinion on this. Um, I really fancied Brillan Das for the uh, Grand Annual, but I read that he was going to run here, and he was like uh, double the price, so I backed him anyway, no more and no bet. No, so you can I, get 20s normal and no bet on Brayden yeah, Vance. He's got all the... Uh, all the things you'd look for in a Grand Annual horse for me. But um, Paul Neville seemed to think he wanted to come here, so I'll back him here, but I, w- I wouldn't be as confident here. Um, the one that I did like a lot was uh, Ben Dundee, who ran a great race behind um, Absolute Tard last year. Um, but he's not much of a prize. He's, he's not a very exciting prize. Is he, so is he, is he, he getting tens? He's, he's definitely running here, yeah. Okay. What's he, what's he off? Um... Uh, ben Dundee has a mark of one four seven. I seen someone put up um, what's the Willie Orson this um, Robin De Forey. Robin De Forey. But then if you go 16. if you go back and you look through the stats, Willie Mullins is about north for four thousand. That horses in in handicap chases. If you want to you struggle to see that horse find anything off the bridle as well. He'll travel like a dream, and you can probably lay off four or five to one. You've seen Willie's record in handicap chases, John. <laughs> this horse travels so well, boy. He never finds anything, Robin Foray. So yeah, okay. We have to my record in handicap chases, and Willie. <laughs> so Barnes, you liked uh, Braylon Dat and a little bit of Ben Dundee, but the price excites you not. We've been kind exactly, of forced yeah. into Braylon Dat, haven't Yeah, we? I think you've got about Braylon Dat here, no more no bet, just because um, he, he looks ideal for the Grand Animal for me, just okay. mm. for reasons I'll explain when we get to that race, but um, if he runs it, I'd, I'd prefer to be on him than not, but I, I, I don't think it's his race. Okay. Uh, Fagan, anything for the Brown Advisory Maribel Stable Plate? Nada. Great. Rob? Uh, a whole feel like this would probably be the best race for this mare, but she might not turn up here. Uh, Shattered Love. Shattered Love. Uh, 16. Won the JLT a couple of years ago. Uh, I think she struggled to reach those heady days, if you might describe them as, in a grade one company. Uh, she's not been quite the same horse in open company, but I think she showed... Good signs of a return to form last time out behind Chris's dream in the Red Mill Chase. Mark of 151 could possibly underestimate her ability. Uh, she could run in the Ryanair as well, but I think if she was to win at the festival for a second time, this would be the best best place for her. Uh, lack of handicap experience doesn't really bother me. She's three runs at Cheltenham under her belt and... I think she could go well here again, uh, returning to the course and distance of her 
famous JLT <laughs> success. Uh, it's certainly what I remember for that shattered love. And would you? So that's a strong bet, or just up there? I, sort of I like her for the race. If she turns up here, I would back her. If she turns up at, in the Ryanair, I wouldn't. So I think this is her best chance of a win. Uh, another I one. Love it, but I, I thought uh, Gordon said she would run in the Ryanair. Who you going to That's what I heard. Yeah, possibly, but I think we don't really know plans at the moment, so I think this would be her best option. Otherwise, another one of Gordon's not really been at his best, but had a long layoff. Uh, death duty. Death duty. It looks like one that's if he gets support, he could be interesting, couldn't he? To be fair, he got a lot of support. He, he got a lot of support in his last run. Is he still in the ultimate? Is he? No. 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 What's he in just this one? I think he's in. He looked to stay, didn't he? Death duty. You can turn it back at again. Sixteen. No more than over. He's also in something else. No, he's only in this at Cheltenham. Yeah. He's also, but he could could be running in the national. Uh, After he pisses up in this. Well, <laughs> I thought two and a half looked his his trip compared to the way he ran in the Albert Bartlett was a bit of a concern. Uh, obviously, has had a long break since and run two fairly poor races, but he was backed in from the thing that got me at Gowron last time again in the same race. Shattered Love finished just behind Chris's dream. He was ten to one into fours in the show at Gowron Park last time out showing that they do think there is some hint of ability left. He's got very good novice chase form, and I think 151, if the last two runs have got him back to his best, that's a... Yeah, it's a lot under his potential ability, so I think he would, he would have a chance if he turns up. Okay. Sixteen well, that, to one looks fair on, death, on both of those. That's death duty and uh, where am I? Sorry, I've shattered love. Shattered love. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and Barnes had a word for Braylon Da. We move on to the mayor's novices hurdle. Now I know you've got something to say about this, Martin Fagan, but before you do, I can tell you that Manella Melody is your nine to two, uh, even five. Sorry, nine to four, five to two in places favourite. Floressa, 6-1, Colrevi, 7s, uh, and Dolcita is around 7s as well. And then you can get Concertista at 10s, bigger the rest. Martin Fagan, tell me, what's, you've got a fancy in the Mayor's Novices Hurdle. Do you have a massive of the festival? Have I? No, it's not an after the Well, maybe, we don't know. We, we, wait, we wait till later to, to find out an after the festival. But um, what was the question you asked, sorry, Church? Talk to me about the Mayor's Novices Hurdle horse that you told me to back yesterday. <laughs> talk, talk to me, talk to me. Uh, basically, I look at this race... Try and drink a little less. Every, every, every year, obviously, you look at this race and you think, um, right, let's have a look. Who's won it before? Willie. Every single fucking year. He won it last year with a 50-1 to one chance to glance in the soy. Concertista, who's running it this year, came second. And if you watch the race back, she got absolutely fucking mugged. She travelled like a dream. She was cruising. It's cruising, cruising, coming around the bends. Went down to the last re- really good ride as well. But I think it was Danny Mullins. Really good ride. Conceived an uh, kept an energy. Jumped the last. Went and then glancing the soy comes. She's a bit more of a stare. Tries to mug her. Under jars from the line and constantly the battles back and she only just goes down. I think she got beat short head, literally 
so unlucky. She shouldn't even be running this race. She should have won that. She's come back out this season. She's got beat five lengths in Fairy House, 14 lengths in a maiden nail by Mount Leinster. And then she ran again at Leopardstown in a two mile two, Andy Gabriel, the one I was talking about earlier, which I wish the Great White Shark ran in. And she ran really well that day. She got to the front too soon and she kind of ran like she did in the, in the Mare's Novice Hurdle. And I look and I think two mile is, well, I think this is two mile one, isn't it? On the, so it's a bit, it, yeah. a bit more stamina test. But two mile one, obviously, she's ran in the race last year. She's got course form, course and distance, everything. Got all the form in the book. And although you'd probably look at that some years and think that might not be good enough, I look at it this year and there's not a horse in the race that really strikes me as being an absolute superstar. Yeah, Nikki Henderson is fresher. She looks all right, but she's five to one. And she's been beating open company by a couple. Yeah, she got a bit of trouble that day. You can kind of excuse that. But at more than double the price, Constantista. So interesting for me. Manila Melody, obviously she comes from the same connections as Honeysuckle. She looks good. My one worry about her would be she likes to get on with it. She likes to go from the front. That wouldn't be something that I would like in this sort of race. Wouldn't be at all uh, the sort of type I'd be going for. Which also puts me off Cole Reavy, who... I really like her as a horse. She's brilliant. She beat, um, I think she beat Abracadabra in the Bunch of Time bumper. Got loads of respect for her. She'll be one on a day that if I'll watch the race and as soon as they go off, if she's in front and she's making all and she's doing the donkey work, I won't back her. But if she's there in third, fourth, fifth, sixth, conserving her energy, because it's a stamina test anyway, this race, I'll back her. I'll back her in only on the machine. I'll be done with it. If you remember a couple of years ago, Ruby rode an absolute perfect race on, on Let's Dance. It was a similar horse to Call Levy. She wanted a stamina test at two miles or two mile one. And that's what I think Call Levy needs. If she goes off from the front, I can't be on. But if she's given a bit of restraint and just basically say, yeah, does she need to? Nah, yeah. But this, this race is a stamina test. I'll probably back her win only. Okay. But the main bet in this race, without a shadow of a doubt, like I look at the race and you think it's not strong at all. It just has to be Constantista. Like, do I think she's a certainty? No. But well, she's 12 to 1 in places, is she? Uh, well, remain, but you, you, 12 to 1 in a place. You, you're getting 12 to 1 at Pallies. There's uh, a lot of 11 around as well. There is a lot of. Uh, I just look, I just look yeah. and the shape of the race. Like, you look at Dolcita, yeah. yeah, fair enough. She looks good. But she was giving a lot of weight to Manila Melly. Uh, no, sorry, she was getting weight off Manila Melly last time. She still gets a little bit now. But I just look and think. She looks raw. I don't know whether she's going to progress and become the horse that maybe they thought she was at the start of the season when she won when she won that race at Samoa. I just look at Constantista and think she's going to be a seven chance, eight chance on a day. If you come back 11, 12, I just think it's a, it's a really, really good each way bet. There's no... There might be at the end of, at the, end of the race, there might be a superstar and might, someone might win 10 lengths. But for me, you've got to start off and look, number one, is it trained by Willie Mullins? Yes. Is she a bigger price than she should be? Yes. So that for me says Constantista should be okay. six, seven to one, and she'd be my main bet. Can you sway it from Constantista wrong? Not really, especially looking at the the way that handicap hurdle she's running has actually worked out. I was just having a brief look at it there while Martin was chatting. No, just talking about her chances, <laughs> and I think I found at least 
three or four horses in that in that handicap hurdle that have run since that have won. Right. And I think that says to me it's a standout form. It is not without the realms of possibility that they run concertista in a handicap. No, she's out the county now. Is she? That's why I backed her yesterday. That was the whole point. I, I had it on me on my list for the county. I was like, right. she's gonna be a great bet. She came out the county yesterday and I was like, fuck me, I have to back this. Yeah, Should yeah. be six. That's not like Willie as well, because he was like everything I saw about me is leaning towards the county. Yeah, yeah. And he's pulled out. I, <laughs> I've like, se- I've seen I've seen loads of things on previews saying, Oh, concert for the mayor's novice and I've been like you're a clown. She's not going there. She's going to the county. And then, obviously, she, she gets pulled out of the county and I've totally changed my mind and gone, she need, you need to back up with this. Yeah. And that's what I was like yesterday. People looking at me going, why are you so worked up? I was like, Brad, we need to back this. We need to back this. She's got course form as well. Like, let's dance for the second season, obviously, when she won this as well, was she not? Uh, she got placed in the Triumph. Yeah. She ran in the Triumph. Like, I don't really see there's many holes you can actually pick in her. Especially at a double figure price. You just look at the field, don't you think she should be single figures? Like, yeah. at least. Uh, and, and until she's not single figures, you have to back her. I don't really think there's any other horse that stands out at all. Lovely. Nothing at a massive price, nothing at a shorter price. So okay. Basically, was, just. It sounds to me like we need to all like the one to be. Big bottle of steel and get it's it all It's a ridiculous off. question, you may not have an answer. Why do I know the name of the horse, Anna Bonina? Has that done anything? She's done on the flat. It was a really good flat post. Right, there we go. No, you're not really good flat post. Like 90, 100 flat post. You definitely right. backed it on the flat. That's what it'll be. Nah, fantastic. Well, kind of lost. I assume it lost. Uh, great. Probably, nah, it definitely won for you. Game as a pebble. Uh, game as a pebble. One of my favourite sayings. Have you got anything to add to the uh, Mayor's Not Turtle? It won a race in Ripon. Move on uh, to. It won a race in Ripon in August. Catrick and Beverly also It sounds like you're also on the tracks then. I do. I imagine it was a lovely Ripon Trixie. Uh, <laughs> and then attack to the mayor's novices or can I move on to um, the, uh, I, I love Fagan's selection he, he couldn't have put it more eloquently than me fantastic well um, in that case that's a handful big term in the scouts just saying that ain't it and uh, Floretta they've got to give five pounds to more or less the field like yeah, yeah. It? it's not just that like, yeah. I look at them and I think yeah they're good but like, you, you got to look back and think Henderson's had some decent fillies in it mayors whatever in this race before and they've been beat like Fernanda Blue got beat in this and she's what like her, if it was decent ground, she'd be fucking. Effort Sun got me in this, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> the the, the Pepper Pig. You gotta look and think. Willie Mullins farms this place. He's got a few in there, and I, honestly, if this isn't, if this is nine on the day, I'll, still be, sma- I'll still be smashing it up. Well, with that in mind, we will move on to a race in which hopefully Martin Fink will have a larger bank to spend because Constantista would have won. Going into the Kim Mueller. No, mate, I've got one thing on my thing on my notes here. It says no comment. Might have a chance, but you told me before he's running there. Yeah, he's in the old in the ultimate. So no, nothing, mate. I'm, I uh, thought you really liked the same horse as me. I thought we were going to be. What is the horse? Ah, oh, mate, I, I I think I think it's got a good chance and all that. And I, please but, tell us what it is. But I'll let I'll let you speak about it because I'm. Pray tell it. David Barnes. Uh, plan of attack. Uh, plan of attack. A, I've got all my list as well. Fantastic. Uh, you can back plan of attack at tens. Uh, not on a no bet at Paddy Power, and you get an extra place there as well. You get your five places. Plans, as you know, it's a, it's a chase, and I don't, I don't back there, them anymore. I don't back them no anymore. Kevin I'll give up, mate. Does anyone know what Derek O'Connor's going to ride? What, in this? Yeah. I don't even know what the race is. Uh, I don't know if it's been announced yet. 
Possibly Fitzhenry. He might choose Fitzhenry if it goes there. We, we say this every year, but the big jockeys are massive in this, and uh, yeah. the plan of attack has got. No, Barry I've heard actually. I've got it here. Barry O'Neill. Yeah, yeah, no, no, we know. That's what that's yeah. why Barnsley backed it. Probably going to ride plan of attack. No, definitely, definitely that. He's sort of the third man for the job. Obviously, Cod's on a. LeBroy, who uh, won the Ooh. four mile last year, and he's these, must have a great chance. He's a seven to one favourite here. Yeah, but it's question. Of I would I imagine Derek O'Connor might be running Milan native or Fitzhenry, given no. that they are. Yeah. Yeah. Rob Rob James takes seven yeah. pound off Rob Milan native. Uh, obviously, Derek O'Connor's obviously he he died he died a lot of the JP ones. So you, okay. you'd be looking at him thinking. It's Fitzhenry. I know. Well, that, that has been cut in a number of places today. Champagne Platinum's in the market, but if they're not running it in an obvious handicap chase of 138, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be pretty convinced they're not running it at the festival. Well, uh, he, he was the one I wrote down because. Does he matter? I think. Yeah. Well, to be honest, though, what he is, he definitely has been Last time, he struggles to go the gallop over two and a half, and I really think this could be his race to where. Really have a chance. He'd have to have about two stone well in because he, he he's gonna swat every fence and he's got another fucking few fences. I would do well So, Bonds, you have. Uh, you look at how he ran on against itchy feet. Well, he he was he was dead length. for the game and he he ran he ran on so well. Like. Ah, fair enough, mate. Uh, to be honest, I can't really argue with you because I haven't got an opinion on this race. See, Bonds, you've got plan of attack at uh, tens. A uh, word that was given for. What was that just now? Champagne Platinum. Champagne right? Platinum. I mean, it, it's really hard yeah, for me to believe he's going to run in this race, but if he does, he's got a massive chance because I think he's a free miler all the way. And they've, they've talked him up so much, and I, I think he's Who's this? got a ton of Champagne time Platinum. there. Champagne Platinum. Oh, you were saying okay, Rob. Your name, Rob. Well, when yeah. he's 14, it's like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I like Plan of Attack for this oh, as well. Fantastic. Uh, in terms of other ones, because, basically because I mentioned Big River... Uh, I don't think Ami Debois will be without a chance at a bigger price. And Ami Debois, you can back currently. There's a bit of twenty to one, I think. A bit of twenties for old Ami Debois. A bit twenty fives, in fact, off the board. I don't think he was actually disgraced at the Cheltenham. Graham McPherson. I mean, it's an amateur riders' race. It depends on who you book, doesn't it? Ami, who's going to ride that? In fact. Who knows? Great to see uh, the young master in this race once, of course, lost the match race against uh, Safi de Ruff at Hereford. Sam Whaley Cohen will ride and he'll have a great chance. He ran really well last year. The young master. I wouldn't put anyone off that at 25. There you go. Well, that's my each way nap of the festival. <laughs> um, okay, so Champagne Platinum, Ami de Bois, uh, and plan of, the plan of Attack is the best. Plan bet. of Attack, I think everyone who has an opinion on it has landed on it. Fantastic. So. Uh, in that case, We've come to the end of day three. Uh, Martin Fagan, what's your best bet of the day? I assume uh, it's Concertista. Mate, it's really tough. Do I have to give you two different ones? You don't have to. You can do whatever you want. Can I put them together? Yeah. <laughs> My best bet of the day three would be an each way double. Story, oh, well. Storytelling and Concertista. Okay. But if you just shit out, do the each way singles. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're a scouser like me, do the fucking each way double. Get all the money you've got. Get everything you've Which got. Which one's stronger, the storyteller or concertista? Um, concertista at anything double figure price because I think she should be six. The storyteller, I think seven is probably the right price, but, but with the extra way. places, 
he's just got so much in his favour that he should go well. Just, okay. But I don't think the story should be story still should be seven to two. With his constancy, I think it should be about six seven to one. Barnes, best bet of the day. The storyteller is the each way better than the meeting for me because each way better than meeting. He's probably not going to fall over hurdles, and uh, I just can't see him not being thereabouts. Nice. Uh, and the and have you got uh, anything else for that day, or we all stick with the storyteller for both, aren't we? Uh, Rob, best bet of the day and your best each way bet, or your nap and next bet. Well, it's I'm loath to put up anything very short, but Paisley Park doesn't get beat. Go on, uh-huh. your boy. Yeah. Well, I mean that's for a nap. We're happy with naps like that. Uh, yeah, if that and can... then if she runs in the plate, shattered love's got a big chance. Okay, fantastic. I'm surprised that in this section, no one's given Melon a shout because that seems to be very strong uh, in the March. But fair enough. Uh, that is Concertista, the storyteller, Paisley Park, and Shattered Love are your four best bets of the Cheltenham Festival on day three. If you check your podcast feed now, you'll see that day four's preview is also available. Probably, yeah. uh, and <laughs> although we are yet to record it, what happens if I have uh, Arthur? Sorry. If I haven't asked that now, if you have a heart, we're still recording. We'll be delighted to record and come in under an hour. (laughs) (laughs) But you won't have to win a Dematin fight. That's fine. (laughs) No, we've all been sanitising our hands. Indeed. (laughs) Uh, With that in mind, uh, I wish you all the best for your punting on day three and, of course, day four. So.